Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are discussing Don't Forget I Love You, the fourth movie in Hallmark's New Year New Movies lineup for January 2022. Do you feel like we're just limping into like I, the end of January with these movies? I honestly can't believe we're... Yes. It's only five movies. It just feels like so many. I know. You know, I wonder if that's because they're not cohesive at all. Yeah, there's no like tying through line between any of them. Nope. I really think Hallmark needs to take a break from the themes that they put together for the months. Right. Has that always been a thing for them? For uh, several years at least, but I wonder if it's like watch the movies in this lineup. I don't know, as opposed to just watch this rando movie yeah um did we even like open the show and say who we are we did (laughs) we did oh okay hi (laughs) i don't know if i said hi if you like these hallmark movie reviews you can get more of them on our patreon and what's patreon you ask it's an easy way for you to support the creators that you like simply by visiting patreon.com slash megan and wendy that's linked in our show notes you'll find Opportunities starting at just $3 a month to get bonus content from us. And that $3 a month tier is our Hallmark tier where we do bonus Hallmark reviews. And this year we're focusing on the dudes of Hallmark. So each month we pick a new dude. January's dude is Tyler Hines. So our Winter in Vail review went up last week. And this week we did a Hallmark, non-Hallmark TV show appearance of Tyler Hines on unreal that's live now and you're not too late if you sign up now you will have access to all of that content so go check out our thoughts on tyler hines both hallmark tyler and definitely not hallmark tyler but back to this movie wendy do you have a synopsis of don't forget i love you i sure do Uh, On her birthday, Taylor opens a time capsule left by her deceased mother, which contains a list of challenges forcing her out of her comfort zone and opening her up to the possibility of love. Starring Emily Ullerup and Clayton James. Sorry, Emily, if I butchered your last name. I I think that sounded great. Cool. This movie had several working titles, including Romancing the Birthday Girl and Time Capsule Romance. I'm going to be honest. I think all of them, including the title they landed on, stink. They're terrible. Romancing the Birthday Girl was the working title when they announced this movie earlier. Well, I guess it had been late last year. Even in the app, they had it as Romancing the Birthday Girl. Until how long? Last week? (laughs) A few weeks ago, because you can sync the Hallmark movie app to your calendar. And sometimes Uh, uh when there's a new listing, I'll do that and it'll just drop them all in. And it was listed in my calendar still as Romancing the Birthday Girl. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I think all those titles are terrible. Because really, like, he wasn't romancing the birthday girl in this. Time capsule romance, kind of better than all of them, but still not my favorite. And don't forget that I love you is, has nothing to do with it. It's just so generic. Yeah. Is it about her mom? Don't forget that I love you, which fine, but the focus is on the love story, not the mom relationship. Yeah. This was filmed in Canada, including the Squamish British Columbia region and in Vancouver. And I have to say, there were some landscapes that were so beautiful. Yes. 
It was clearly filmed in fall. Lots of that yeah. gorgeous fall foliage. It was so pretty. But then I had read that it was filmed in 2020. Yeah, November 2020. And already released in Hungary in August 2021. Why? Huh. Why the? Why does the Hungarian country get it before anybody else Great does? question. Do you know my dogs are from Hungary? I did not. Yeah. That's where Vishla's yes. originate? That's his. Didn't know that. Yeah. The suspension bridge that they used in filming is the Capilano Suspension Bridge, and they filmed there on their very last day of filming. Do you think that's because they're like, well, what if something happens? <laughs> Would you walk on that suspension bridge? I I did get a little bit nervous. Like yeah. those wide shots they showed of it. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I mean, here in Orange County, there's this big, great orange balloon. Oh, yes. Um, that's like a tethered to the ground hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. And the one time I went up in it, I like dropped to my knees in the basket because I was like so scared of being so high. And I was like, that bridge was over a valley yeah. where you will pummel to your death if it breaks. I don't like heights. I would not enjoy the suspension bridge. It was long. It was like, it looked like a mile long. I wonder how long that is. You know what? I'm going to look it up right now and see how long it is. 140 meters long and 70 meters above the river. I'll do a meter conversion. 460 feet. Mm-hmm. 230 feet above the river. Okay. Well, how far is 460 feet? It looked like it was miles long. Um, a mile is 5,280 feet, so it was not miles long. Oh, uh, well, it looked like it. It was less than one-tenth of a mile, but it was long. It, and scary looking. <laughs> Indeed. I would I would not have enjoyed that and, at all. And oh my God, there's a picture I see on the internet, and there's a whole bunch of people on it. No. No way. No, no. And then it's going to rock and sway. No, thank you. No, thank you. Devin Alexander, who plays Kyle, who is Taylor's co-worker in this movie, has been in Where Your Heart Belongs this year at the Santa Stakeout, Countdown to Christmas 2021, Chasing Waterfalls, I'm so sorry you were in that movie, A New Year's Resolution, Wendy's so sorry you're in that movie. But all I have to say is those are all within the last year. I think it's time for Devin Alexander to have a lead role. I agree. When I saw him, I was like, I know his face. I couldn't tell you what movie he's been in, but like... I had the exact same thought. Give this guy a lead role. Yeah. Like, he's really working it hard. Like, you know? He's like, I'll do anything. I thought he was great. Uh, and he's very good looking. Like, put him in a lead role. Like, yeah, God, already. Let's do it. Let's start a ca- Twitter campaign. What's his name again? Devin Alexander. All right, Devin. That's a great idea. We should definitely tweet that. Yeah, we will. She's putting it on her to-do list. It's not on the list. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I find such satisfaction. With the scratchy pen. <laughs> Crossing it off. Yes. And I write my to-do list over the weekend, and then I was working a little bit on Saturday, and look, there's already a bunch of stuff crossed off. Killing the game, Megan. You're killing the game. You know, I would like to say that last week I only had a three-day week because my children didn't have school Monday and Tuesday, and I still, well, I should have kept that. I really wanted to keep that list and show you all the things I crossed off last week. It was a good week. You should save them and then go back at the end of the year and be like, look at all the things I accomplished. I you know, like a gratitude jar where you like, remember the one I showed you my daughter has? Yeah, you should just save them all in like a notebook or something and be like, look at, look at all the things I did this year. Love that. Not mad that the first two weeks are gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was your first impression of this movie? My first impression of Don't Forget I Love You is... 
you had me until that horrible green screen. Oh, my first impression is I like this way more than the dumb title made me think I would. <laughs> oh, okay. I uh, didn't hate it. I actually uh, kind of liked it. So I'm going to start with my likes. Please. This movie. I liked the story. Me too. I mean, I don't. I don't particularly like stories about like dead moms and daughters. It's like too close to home. So like, I don't want that, but I just thought it was, I, I don't know. I kind of like a little bit of a challenge. I like that. She was exploring new things. I liked the story. I thought it was a good story. Agree. I liked the depiction of Taylor's anxiety Okay. I think it could have been easy to make it a punchline, and Mm -hmm. I think they straddled that line a little bit. I agree. But I do think it's a good idea to put these things naturally in films, and they mirrored that Chloe. So Taylor and Chloe kind of had that shared experience, and I liked Taylor's worry angel that she gave to Chloe, and that... They showed strategies for, yeah, you're going to be anxious, and here are ways to work through it. I like that. Okay. However, yeah, I thought I have two notes here. One, I think I think you're right about uh, straddling the anxiety thing. Like, yeah. at some points, I was like, "She's it's too much." Like, dial it back. But it's is good to see, like, oh, the, here's a real person who's like dealing with right anxiety, and here's how she manages it. Right. Then on the other hand, it was like Taylor meets Chloe and Chloe's like, yeah, I'm afraid to give this like presentation. She's like, you are dealing with anxiety. You know what I mean? I was like, don't project onto this poor child. Now you've like really like put it in her head. (laughs) And now you're giving her a worry necklace. Like, oh no, 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 no. But her dad said to her, she's really withdrawn since she lost her mom uh-huh he told her she's very nervous about giving this presentation i mean she was dealing with the reality fair i don't know it just was funny to me and then i was like oh she gave like a presentation about her dad is she like in middle school oh my god she's gonna get raked over the coals yes and what presentation requires you to just pick any topic in the world to present on it (laughs) she's like well elephants okay fine if it's like a science class or something you know i don't know but that's a terrible teacher who gives you no direction just present on anything anything you want just get up here and talk i'll be here on my uh, computer (laughs) let me know what you're talking about um here's a, a twist I really like the kid. I was wondering. <laughs> Wendy has a long habit of not enjoying the children. Her name is Daphne Hoskins. She was in the Babysitter's Club series. Oh. As Vanessa Pike. Okay. I don't, I've seen it and I don't. You know Mallory, the one with eight. She's, Mallory's one of the junior members and Mallory has a bunch of brothers and sisters. Really? None of I'm that resonates? in my head. No. None of that no. resonates? I think I saw the first season and I don't, Megan, these things in, out. I don't have you, any memory. Did you not read The Babysitter's Club? Is no. It? Oh, I man. was. Okay. I came from a broken home. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, she was also in a TV show called Scaredy Cats. Is this TV series 2021 on Netflix? I've never heard of that, but it looks cute. She's got a really big resume here. Anyway, I thought she was cute and good. I agree. I have Chloe on my list. 
I did like Taylor's affirmation podcast that she listened to every morning. <laughs> Who are you? That's something that I would say that I like. I wouldn't listen to it. I felt like it made the movie feel very current. It felt very real, like a very real part of someone's day that they've got their morning podcast that they listen to as they're getting out the door. Obviously the timing was like, it, the whole affirmation lasts the entire time she's getting ready, walking to work until she sits down. The, okay, this is one of those suspend your disbelief yeah. for a moment, yeah. but I enjoyed that. Okay. I'm so surprised to hear you say that. So surprised. I was excited to see how the time capsule challenges like unfolded. Yeah. They weren't groundbreaking. No, but they weren't overly cheesy. I think they did a good job of pushing her out of her comfort zone. When do you think her mom died? Did they say mm, how long her mom did. had been dead? No, I don't have that. And this was her birthday. How old was she turning? 30. Is that? She's older than that? I, I think so. She's 37 years old. Okay, so. She's young and beautiful. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was just weird. Like, I thought, I wonder how long ago the mom died and her mom's like, you're never going to, you're like, I can, you're going to need these challenges when you turn 30 because you're not going to be a full adult yet. Do you know, she didn't have any confidence that this daughter was going to like break out of her shell and become this Mariposa butterfly as an adult. <laughs> Mariposa butterfly. So I hear that. One of the things I liked, and this is coming back to it, is when the dad reveals that the mom did the same challenges. And I thought that was such a sweet scene when he whips out the photos. The Polaroids, which was a nice touch, I thought. A very nice touch, because obviously they're not going to have them on a cell phone. Yeah. And I liked that there was like a younger shot of the dad there. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a nice surprise little moment. Mm -hmm. I like these father-daughter moments. They're very sweet to me, but... I hear you that it feels like she didn't have faith that her daughter would. To me, it feels like she just knew who her daughter was. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are like questions like for the script writers, like what's the backstory here? Right. Like, I need to know the backstory. Yeah. Okay. The last thing that I liked about the story is I liked and believed the natural developing relationship between Taylor and Josh. 100% agree. You know, like when you meet somebody and you like them instantly and you like want to hang out with them all the time. That's what I felt like between them. Like she was like, Hey, come do this with me or Hey, come to, you know, like, it felt natural. It mm -hmm. felt like, Oh yeah, she would totally be inviting him to do that. Mm -hmm. Except like when she showed up at a school, I was like, that's kind of weird. But didn't he tell her to come yeah, with the daughter? I think she was there to help Chloe. Yes. Yeah. But. She, he had said, like, she's going to be hanging out while I coach. So mm -hmm. that was that was pre-planned. That was his idea. Okay. Not her just dropping in. Side note here. I think Clayton James looks like Scott Wolf. Do you know Scott Wolf from Party of Five? Yeah. You don't think so? No. You don't see it? Like, at times I was like, oh, he kind of looks like Tom Cruise. And then I was like, oh, but no, Scott Wolf looked like Tom Cruise. And he kind of looks like... Scott Wolf. But look at this photo. He looks like neither of those people. No, in it's that photo. it was the mouth. It was like when he smiled, it looked more like He's a cutie. He's he's a contender for future editions of the shirt, in my oh, opinion. Oh wow. I haven't seen him in anything else. I don't even what no, neither have I. He was new to me. Has he been in anything? I'm gonna look him up. Clayton is one of my favorite names. FYI, it's my dad's middle name. I just love it so it much. It is. Mm-hmm. When calls the heart Brittany ever after. Oh, he's right played in front Kevin. of me. Better line. <laughs> Wait, what? 
what I think we did talk about this guy before because I remember we talked about him playing Kevin Federline in a movie called Britney Ever After from 2017, which I don't know if I've ever seen. I might have to watch that. Do you know that he has a stage name? No. What is it? Clayton Chitty. Chitty? That's a terrible stage name. I think he has changed it, but if you scroll down in his IMDb, he's listed as as Clayton Chitty. Chitty is too close to shitty, and fire that manager, whoever said you should. I wonder if that's his actual real name, if Chitty is the real last name, and then they're like, you need to change that, dude. Yeah, Clayton James. Sounds like a country music star. Yeah. I did like the moment when she goes grocery shopping without her list, and she throws her list, and then she turns back around, and she's like, well, let's not make a mess, and throws it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I thought that that was cute. I thought that dad was a little bit too meddling. Like, he was really giving her, like, some advice a lot. Well, and I felt like he wasn't supportive. She's like, I met someone. He's like, oh, yeah? Yeah. Was it good enough? Was the vibe I was getting? Like, did you do this challenge well enough? And then he was like, she goes, I have friends. He's like, oh, yeah? Really? I was like, that is hurtful. Ouch, Dad. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, I'll see you in three months. Like, no. My dad ever said, like, you have friends? Really? I know. That's not the I support you and think you're the you hung the moon dad vibe that I wanted. Totally. And his art sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to whoever painted those for the props. I wish for no more green screens. Uh, well, it was terrible. First of all, when they were driving, yes. I was like, okay, fine. Here it is. But they get out of the car, and I don't know, they are on Mars or something. It was so incredibly bad. Behind them and in front of them. I thought, oh, when we see them looking out over the landscape, surely we'll see something because we've seen so many beautiful landscapes in these movies. Yes. And even when they're in that forest doing the bridge. Yes. They couldn't have been there. Take the shot they could have gone 20 feet to the right and I taken know. a shot of them looking out over the trees. <laughs> they didn't have to have anything identifying the spot. But I know. horrible. And Clayton James himself on his Instagram has a photo of Clayton and Emily standing in front of their car in front of a green screen. Oh my God. I was like, yeah, I mean, at least you own it. It looks ridiculous it's, when you're driving with those trees going by the window. It's so bad. I mean, I've never th- seen anything like so offensive. Like that was. It was horrible. I agree. When they get out of that car, I had a physical reaction. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh my God. Cause like I had just gotten over like the car thing and I was like totally thinking of what I said last week. Like get a rig, do that. Like, yep. How hard yep. is that? And then how hard is it to take an outside shot? You could be in the freaking behind the hotel or like, the make it tight. Star wagons or yeah, make it tight. Yeah. Ter- it looked like somebody did like a water painting <laughs> and then stood in front of it. It was, I was like, what am I looking at? Yeah. It was so this Someone Googled pictures of mountains and blew it up on their green screen. Stand here and look at this green screen and pretend you see something. Like, and I could just see them cracking up. They're like, I see a tree. So <laughs> dumb. I hated it. I mean, I didn't even put it on my wish for just because it's, it's should just be a given for me now. Ooh. It's time for Did You See That? Mm-hmm. Can I say one first? Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the movie, she gets ready. She goes to work. She talks to Kevin. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then she goes, gotta go have dinner with my dad. She's at work for one yeah. minute. Yes. But yeah, I don't understand. Did she come? Was that... You know how they, like, break up the time? No, but they didn't. This is... 
this was such a mistake. She's obviously getting to work in the morning. She talks to Kyle. What are you doing for your birthday tonight? He tells her your plans are dumb. And all they had to do was her turn to her computer to work. And then there's like a fade into her showing up at her dad's. We yeah. knew she was going there that night. Yeah. But she goes, okay, bye. <laughs> like what? What? I, um, I didn't really notice that scene because I couldn't, couldn't get past the aggressive essential oil steamer on her and desk. every time she's in the office it was like a geyser yeah i've never seen I one that just like i need more it, of a mist yeah it, it was like a straight shot up like yes. it was so crazy it was distracting and every distracting. time yes and i was like would i want to work in the i like i like an essential oil but diffuser that's the word for it but what I want to be like in the office with some broad, broad, I don't know where that word came from, but like with her essential oils all day, every day and all that stuff. Like, and Kyle comes in, he's like, what are we choosing today? Yeah, no, I feel like that needs to be not a thing in an office. Like don't burn your candles. Don't make your popcorn in a shared space. Yes. Don't eat, reheat your salmon from the night before. For a long time. I don't know if this is still the case, but my, they had a rule that there was no popcorn allowed in my dad's office. Oh, really? Because it always got burned or just because yeah, it would just stink up the entire yeah. office. Why does it always get burnt? I don't know. That's funny. I love popcorn. Me too. I want some right now. Me too. The other thing that I notice is in the morning, like you said, she's listening to her meditation thing or whatever affirmation podcast yeah every day she gets up she does the same thing she's very organized like i knew like you were leaning hard into it you loved it you loved when she opened the refrigerator and everything was like labeled yeah that's not what my fridge looks like but she would make (laughs) her orange juice with this like restaurant grade juice presser thing and i it would be like a shot just a little knocked it back (laughs) and i was like all that for your little shot of orange juice i was like that's a lot it's a lot it's a lot and then i don't want to be a terrible human but her roots were okay i you're gonna regret that no they were so bad though it was so bad is that a look no, they filmed this in 2020. Girlfriend did not get her hair done because of COVID. Okay. And she had a baby. Would you like me to read you a tweet? Okay, fine. <laughs> a tweet says, I love Emily Olerup and anything she is in, but her hair in this movie is so bad. Salons have been open since May 2020. No reason to have roots like that. And Emily Olerup herself responds. Oh, goodness. Wait, did she tag her in no, it? No, ma'am. Oh, but that tweet is in response to another tweet where Emily Olerup is tagged and don't forget I love you is hashtagged. So, hmm. Okay. Emily says, oof, how about having your first child, a pandemic, and some good old-fashioned postpartum depression while trying to navigate where in the world to be for work slash life slash family. Be kind. You never know what someone else may be going through, my friend. Hashtag don't forget I love you. <laughs> okay, fair. 2020 was a shit show. We've all established that. Yeah, go back and listen to me weep on this week's Tuesday episode of the podcast. But, okay. All right. I knew that she had a baby. I knew I it was 2020. Saved, and I wondered if it was going to come up. And I'm just wondering if, why can't makeup department throw a spray or something on the hair just to get it to blend a little bit better? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sad that she was dealing with, like postpartum depression and in the pandemic and 
I'm sure she had to go to Canada to work, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, okay. I get it. I feel bad. Don't know. When they go on the bridge, it's definitely like misting. Like it's very wet that yeah. they're out there. And I was, that's like my biggest nightmare. Like I hate when my hair gets wet because it turns like a weird color and it gets curly. Uh-huh. And the next scene, like they get out of their car and her hair's all great again. Like it's all blown out. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it with my daughter. She goes, wow, her hair between the two scenes. I'm like, I know. Thank you. Yes. Cause her hair definitely did get like wavy mm-hmm. in the mist, which mm-hmm. happens. Okay. Um, at one point, Taylor and Kyle are organizing a garage and he's in a suit and she's in like a silk blouse and heels. They're like labeling sporting goods. Yeah. 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 Girlfriend, you're in yoga pants. Half of this movie, you need to have an organizing wardrobe. It's okay that you're not in your office clothes when you're in someone's garage with their sporting goods. Are we to say that she's like the home edit? Like that's what her job is like? Yes. And the home edit wears sweatpants. I mean, yoga pants and branded t-shirts when they work in people's homes. Do you have to have like specialized training for that? No. I feel like I could just start that company. Like, yeah, I would love, let me organize your drawers Mm -hmm. and you pay me. Mm -hmm. Should we do that? You don't want to do that. Too many things on our plate. Too many things on (laughs) our plate. Also, I don't want to do that. Okay. We need to talk about Sarah. Okay. Yes, I have some notes. Go ahead. Sarah is um, the woman who appears in their home, and it takes several scenes before we even find out who Sarah is, which is a mistake. I know it's supposed to be mysterious, like, oh, maybe she's the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. We find out she's the wife's best friend. Fine. He was going to propose to her without ever even dating her? That's what I wrote down. Are we to believe that Josh was going to propose to his dead wife's BFF because he wanted a mother figure for Chloe? They definitely hooked up. They hooked up. Oh. They might not have, like, dated. Yeah, like, he's just going to have this ring and, like, propose. Well, let's just see if we can make it happen. It was weird. She does a complete 180 from, like, finding the ring and having this... Is this the surprise? Then Taylor comes in, has her full-on meltdown, which I don't blame her because what's happening? Mm -hmm. And then Josh explains what he was going to do. And she's like, you should be with Taylor. I'm like, but you clearly were happy to see this Uh ring. And they were leading down that moment. He's like, you said you had something for me. Mm -hmm. They're hinting. And then she immediately is like, good with Josh and Taylor. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird... It was not even needed, to be honest. Also... Why would you put a birth certificate in a time capsule? Oh my God. Yes. Right. Right. And then she pulled out that first tooth. I was like, Ooh, gross. But yeah, a birth certificate. I was like, uh, she needs that. Like what happens if the time capsule gets lost? Like you bury it and you can never find it. Remember where you buried it. I mean, it was in excellent condition for having it buried for a long time, Uh but you don't need your birth certificate. You don't have a passport. Yeah. Bizarre. And she's so organized. You're telling me she doesn't know where her birth certificate is. <laughs> she doesn't have that in a file marked birth certificate. <laughs> Important documents. Yeah. Golly. Also, did you notice that there were fake flowers in the dad's backyard? Yeah, it was terrible. God. Ter- why did they do that? It was a pretty yard. They didn't. Why? I know. I you, know. You couldn't have gone. I mean, the fake flowers cost money. You couldn't have gone to the nursery and thrown some in there. Throw some mums in there impatience something yeah yeah yeah, yeah, right what did you rate this movie i gave it 3.75 stars whoa 3.5 is what i gave it okay see the this was almost a four-star movie for me i actually really enjoyed it i really enjoyed emily ullerup me too i liked her a lot um but the green screen and the like i love yous at the end like knocked it down a couple for me 
Yeah. I agree. Again, we don't need an I love you. We no. can get a, like, hey, let's see where this is going yeah. moment. Or, like, I'm really enjoying, like, let's acknowledge that this is something more than just more friendly neighbors. Mm-hmm. You Hallmark writers have an opportunity here. It doesn't need to be I love you. Tell someone how you feel about them could have been that final challenge. Totally. And it could have gone any direction, right? She could be in a relationship and she could just be like, yeah, tell your friend. Like, make sure they know how important they are to mm-hmm. you. Like, what? Okay. That's what I'm saying. The mom had no confidence in her daughter. Like, now you need to tell somebody you love you and get married already. Because <laughs> it worked for me and your dad. Yeah. Ugh, talk about expectations. No. Too hard. Next week, we have Butlers in Love. Guys, I don't even know what's happening here. There is a Butler Academy. <laughs> it's almost like, did, didn't we watch one about a wine? A yeah. wine one? It's almost the same. Like, I feel like she's in this man's world and she's going to be a butler and, but like, she's going to have a hard time. At one point in the preview, they call it butling. Like you're, you're not a good, you're not good at butling or you're butling. Is that a word? I don't know. Is there a butler's Academy? We hold it, save it for a nose and notes next week. (laughs) Okay. We'll be on Saturday, January 29th. We'll be back with our review of that next week before you go if you haven't left a review of the podcast we would love your five-star rating and review you can leave reviews both in the apple podcast system and in spotify and wendy has written a great blog post all about how to leave reviews so if you need to know how to do that people click on it daily i might need to update it okay okay and maybe one for spotify ding we'll find that in the show notes if you don't know how to do that it's quite easy thank you so much for listening Have a great weekend. See you next week. Goodbye. Sorry, Emily.